a vision for our retail and for our dealers and seeing the need of, of, of what their needs were, where they need some help. When I was like, yeah, this is good. I, I'd like to stay in this and, uh, and work with these guys. Welcome to the DME Coach Podcast number 11. Today we have the pleasure of having Michelle Schemas, who is the National Director of Sales and Business Development for Western Medical Incorporated out of Vancouver, Washington. And you will hear me touch briefly on the big three. And I call the big three with vendors. These are trust, quality, and price. It doesn't mean we don't work with vendors who might be missing one of those big three, but for our most important vendors that we work with, you've got to have those big three. And stay tuned to the end of the podcast where we touch on the trust aspects of vendors, dealers, and suppliers and why it is so vitally important. Here's my interview with Michelle from Western Medical. I am here with Michelle Schemas. Did I say your last name right, Michelle? You certainly did. And you are the National Director of Business Sales and Development for Western Medical out of Vancouver, Washington. Um, did, I get you, did I get that right? What is it that you do, Michelle? Well, there's there's a multifacet to what I do, but I, I at the heart of it, I work with uh, dealer partners and manufacturers, and uh, we promote products that are high-quality, fairly-priced, awesome products to dealers to service their communities. Cool. Well, hey, we're going to get more into kind of the DME vendors to supplier relationship uh, later in the podcast, but I always just kind of like to be real when I start my podcast because, uh, Michelle, you're a real, real person. I'm a real person, and I always start the podcast out with my local high-low for the week, and uh, I'll go first to break the ice. So my low light this week, I lost my head of HR, which just stinks because she protects me or she protected our business because if we, we have we – have, quite a few people at our business. And the nice thing about HR is they'll listen to concerns and kind of walk people through it. So I'm bummed to have lost my HR, but she moved back to the west side of the mountains in Tacoma, got an amazing job offer. So that's hands down my low point of the week. Um, mm. But my high point is uh, we finally have a position open to give my COO an executive assistant. And she's been running a million miles an hour, so that's my high point. So, hmm. as with business, uh, you sometimes run really fast, and you you, you you lose one by losing your head of HR. But then I'm also uh, quipping my COO, and she is just super duper excited to get an assistant to help her in her. Uh, she she makes the back end of our business rock and roll. So, nice. so yeah. So Michelle, t- tell me, uh, what's your high low for the week? Well, it's pretty recent. Actually, the high-low is uh, one in the same event, and this took place yesterday, so yesterday's Wednesday, and I had a deal that I've been working on locally here in Vancouver for over two months, and the backstory is kind of interesting. So on December 26th, my husband and I were up at Mount Hood skiing, and he's 53, but he was skiing like he's a 23-year-old, and, uh, and he was four hours, no breaks. 20th run, um, loves speed, and anyway, a series of events occurred, and he had a, a pretty bad accident, and he severed his ACL, he ripped oh, the no. MCL from his 
Yeah, I ripped his MCL from his bone, and he tore his uh, meniscus, and it flipped upside down in his kneecap. So he was a hurting guy for a while, and uh, it was very interesting because through that and uh, being more in the PT community, the uh, surgical community, um, they saw some products that I was using for him, and one in particular that they were desperate to have and they've been looking for since 2014 and so out of that came i mean they were literally wheeling him into surgery and the physician's assistant who was assisting the surgeon grabbed one of the other partners in the building and introduced me in the waiting room and said you guys have to talk so it's it's been kind of an an interesting way to uh to introduce a new product to our community but yesterday was the culmination of um, an extensive, uh, well, I had to find a dealer in our local area that would carry the product. Mm-hmm. And then, um, and then all the surgeons had to weigh in on it. And, and they do, um, very reputable group. They do, uh, a surgical orthopedic surgery, um, in our area. So anyway, Tuesday night, my manufacturer's rep who was supposed to be coming down Wednesday morning from Seattle explained that she had been exposed to the coronavirus and some of these care facilities up there. And she said that it it had only been seven days. And so, um, boy, that was a blow. So I said, you know what, you'll be there, but not, but a video conference, we'll make it work. And um, so, you know, I had GoToMeeting is the platform that we use at Western. So I had had downloaded that on my tablet which I've never used it on my tablet before. But um, anyway, at least to say I, I showed up at the meeting, signed into the go to meeting, explained the situation, and my tablet kept shutting down. So we went to my computer, which was a backup, and I had that. And uh, we were able to interface um, nicely. We had some audio issues, so I got her on my speakerphone, on my telephone. Thank God for technology. Okay. And, um yeah, and we were able to work through a series of two different meetings that culminated in four hours of um, of back and forth discussions. And at the end of the day, everybody was happy, and uh, and we're moving forward. And and what's so exciting to me is it's just a best case scenario because I can take one of our manufacturers who's newer to us, um, and I can take one of our local dealers, and and really make an effect on their their business, their sales and their growth. And that's pretty much what we're here for. And so, um, so yeah, it was, it, it started out as a real low point, but boy, it finished well. And so, and how is your husband good. doing by the way? Is he, oh, is he yeah. recovering? Yeah, he actually, well, he came to Mentrade with me last week as a, just a maiden voyage, uh, to kind of, you know, see how he was doing. He's, He's walking and uh, he's not, you know, he's not running by any means, but his goal is to be back up on the mountain. And then this week, uh, he works for Georgia Pacific, so he was mm-hmm. back in Atlanta and he was doing well. So he's, he's right doing on. a great job. Okay, good. Yeah. Good, good. So, well, cool. Now, tell me, um, how did you get into medical supplies? I mean, here, here you are uh, working for Western Medical. I see on your LinkedIn, you're also a Husky from the University of Washington, like me. Yes. So go dogs. Go dogs. And right. uh, so, but not, at least with me, I never said, hey, gee, I want to go do, you know, do medical supplies. How, how did you stumble into this? Yes. 
Yeah, yeah. Well, in all honesty, yeah, I went to University of Washington for um, international studies and business. And once I was out of school, I went right into what I wanted to do, which was help U.S. companies export their products overseas. And so we we promoted products and for uh, the Foreign Agricultural Service, a program that they ran, which it ran, which is a branch of the U.S. Department of Agriculture, and they. They would give companies, a, and these are food and ag companies, but they would give U.S. companies a 50% reimbursement of their marketing expenses. And so I helped run those programs for them. So um, that was a lot of fun. But then we started having children, and I really wanted to be that at-home mom for them. Mm. And and so, you know, we, we had four in just under five years, and we did some homeschooling in their early years. So it was quite busy and challenging, but it was great best job I ever had. And then, you know, when they got into school and got a little bit older, I could see they weren't going to need me in the same capacity. And so I really had to look for a way to reinvent myself. So I opened my own company in 2014 called Global Access Developers. And we uh-huh. went back went back to work in helping companies promote their products overseas. The, the thing is, I didn't enjoy working with the government. The government moved um, in, a, in a so much slower pace than business needed to move, especially for small businesses. And so um, at that point, you know, I, I, uh, I had known Michael McGaffey, who's our president Western, for over 25 years because I had uh, gone to school with his wife and um, we were good, good friends. And he said, you know, I think, I think you might enjoy working for Western and uh, – I thought, well, I'm not really wanting to go in and sell stuff to people. That's not really what I, you know, that's, that didn't sound good. Uh-huh. And he explained, he explained, we've been in business 1977. We have many accounts and he just turned over the retail territory to me because we have a clinical site as well. And, and I said, I'll, I'll try it for six months and we'll see. And so learning the landscape of a distributor, which is really um, you work hand in hand with these manufacturers and then you work hand in hand with the dealers. And I really started to fall in love with the the relationships I was building on both ends. And so I told him six more months and then, you know, we were able to start really building business and having a vision for our retail and for our dealers and seeing the need of, of, of what their needs were, where they need some help. And, um, and so, you know, I, I really, at that point I was like, yeah, this is good. I I'd like to stay in this and, uh-huh. uh, and work with these guys. Well, that, that's just crazy how you got into it. And it's, I, I kind of laugh cause I'm like, man, you're like my family, four kids and you're, you're just bringing it. And so good for you. <laughs> good for you. Uh, my wife works for our business too, and we have four kids. So I have a lot of empathy yep. for you. So I'm like, okay, hey, if you can be a mom with kids, you can run a business. Cause you know, if you can run a household, you know, yes. you can definitely bring it and know how to multitask and, um, so tell, tell me a little bit, I already asked you a little bit about Western Medical, but give me the quick 60-second nutshell. What, what is Western sure. Medical? What do you guys do? Yeah, yeah. Well, Western Medical has been in business since 1977. We're a medical supply distributor. We first opened in Woodinville, Washington, near Seattle, and then about seven years ago, the business was transferred to Vancouver, Washington, because Mike, Mike McGaffey purchased it. And... Um, we were really founded on orthopedics and walking boots. In fact, the Western Walker, which physicians used to prescribe, was named after Western Medical. 
So the, the focus in those days was clinical and hospital. And then about a decade ago, we started to branch into the retail side. And, and uh, we went from orthopedics, to compression hosiery, to foot care, to compression sleeves. And then at the end of 16, 2016, we decided to take on some CPAP products because we were all already in that call cycle. Mm-hmm. And so many of our accounts do respiratory and CPAP. So that ended up being a uh, super lucrative business for us. It was... Uh, yeah, it was great. And so, you know, I we still have a clinical side. Mike runs that, and I run the retail side. Um, you know, and that, and we have uh, we developed some of our inside sales. We have a little bit of outside sales reps. Um, yeah, but that's kind of us in a nutshell. So, tell me, what's what's a vic- victory that you guys have had the last twelve months? I always like to say, hey, where have you just hit a home run or a grand slam and say, hey, this is a victory that we've had. Right, right. Well, just to back up a little bit, yeah. um, when when we brought on CPAP products, we um, and these are just accessories, we actually had a couple companies we were doing so well with that they asked us to take them national. So in 2017, just the stars aligned and it made it, it possible for us to really go from a regional focused company where we were, you know, Pacific Northwest, California, Idaho, um, to a national company and start launching across the nation. And that was super, super exciting. So um, as far as a victory in the past 12 months, um, well, we actually, what, what we lost a product that was our top seller for two years. Um, it had its challenges, but it was for us, it was a, uh, a game changer product. It was a very successful for us. And that was a big hit and we were anticipating it, but, um, and trying to kind of diversify even more. We see a lot of products every year. Um, but what ended up happening is a real positive came out of that. We actually had another company with a similar product, but that in some capacities is even a much better product, find us. And um, some of the challenges that we were dealing with, with that old product that um, they decided to go with bigger, larger distributors, which I understand. Mm-hmm. Um, some of the problems we were dealing with with that product were corrected by the use of this product and also um, just the partnership is um, it's a really strong good partnership so uh, so it ends up you know that that has only been in the last six months and that has been a real victory for us and and it's it's refueled us um, with excitement moving forward with this product so I would have to say that. Yeah. Now, now you guys are a distributor. I'm a supplier. Uh, What's one of your pain points that you have? What's what's a pain point in the last year this year? Like, hey, man, we're dealing with this and um, we're trying to still still get our hands around it. Or what's something you guys have to jump through, jump through the hoops on? On on as a distributor, you mean? Yeah, as a distributor. Yeah. Yeah, well, you know, we're still a smaller company, and so we have to be extremely disciplined to stay focused on what's important. It's super easy to get sidetracked or to spread ourselves too thin, but we want to be focused on the lines that we have because we we really vet the partners that we get as far as manufacturers. We try very hard to make sure that these products are top of their class, fairly priced, um, 
And, and so it's important for us to, to support those manufacturers, those suppliers, but also to be in tune with the needs of our dealers. And so, um, you know, I think expansion in a, a safe way is a challenge. Um, but we've been able to expand. We have a, a great marketing team now. We're doing a, we're starting to do a shift and do a lot more in social media and inside sales. And, and uh, so, you know, I think, I think uh, just negotiating sometimes the, the challenges and the, what comes along with a small business is probably what uh, is, is a little bit more difficult for us. Mm-hmm. One of the, uh, I, I've heard good things about Western Medical. So one of the things, I, it was really nice about five years ago uh, when I went from basically running a medium-sized medical supply, jumping up to CEO, I was able to let my vice president do all the ordering. It was just, it was wonderful because I didn't have to deal with every single distributor coming into my right. store and pitching their product. And um, my VP is just a rock star at figuring out because th- there's a lot of things you need to have trust. You need to have yep. um, you have to have good quality. And the number of stuff that I've gotten from MedTrade over the years, it looks good. And then you get it and it just starts falling apart. Customers yep. start calling. You're like, oh, this is horrible. And then you actually yeah. have to have good price, too. So tell me, um, we ha- we use you. So we don't have to have all these individual, uh, you know, you, you act as that distributor for us. So I don't have to buy uh, pallets right. and pallets of certain things. I can get ones and twos or even like tens and twenties from you guys. So how many, how many, uh, what, what do you think your portion as a distributor for multiple different vendors, where do you think your uh, portion of our industry is headed? Headed? Yeah, that's interesting. So that's that's one of the disclaimers of uh, one of the things that we have to get over before I move on to your question, um, based on what you said. uh, We love to have dealers like yourselves come to us because you're right. It can be more of a one stop shop um, and not have to have accounts with all the manufacturers or suppliers. But um, we have to get over the hurdle of sometimes dealers are like, well, I don't want to deal with the distributor. I'd rather go right to the manufacturer because I'm going to get a better price. But what dealers don't understand is that if manufacturers are really good at manufacturing, if that's their, that's their wheelhouse, they may not really be as good at dealing directly with a, a, a dealer, a reseller like yourselves. And, and so they rely on us to service the accounts, to make, to take care of any problems, to help with any kind of marketing and to give them feedback on to what are the concerns, what can we do better for these dealers? And so when it works in harmony like that, that's wonderful. And, and our discount comes from the manufacturer. So if you were to go to the manufacturer, you should be able to get the same price from us as you go to the manufacturer. And so I just want dealers to realize out out there that, uh, that we aren't, you know, adding a, a ton of margin onto what you're having to pay, but we're trying to add um, value mm-hmm. to to what you're doing. And and I can get a little bit more into that. But um, as far as where the industry is headed into in the next few years, you know, I really think that the future is bright. And and I know that there's a lot of challenges out there, whether it be the reimbursement the online sales, and it's important for good medical supply stores 
to um, to stay relevant. And the the thing that they have going for them over any online sales is going to be, or even the big box, is going to be their level of education, the type of quality products that our aging population needs, and they will continue to need at a growing pace. And they don't want somebody that's just going to send it to them and they've got a, you know, in the mail and they don't know what really who they're buying from because there's a lot of copycats that aren't quality products online. Indeed. Um, they, they would rather walk into a store and have a knowledgeable salesperson work with them that they have somebody to go back to and talk to or call. Um, that That's not going away. That um, And I think those that that really focus on educating their staff and reaching out to their communities and having that marketing piece, having referral sources from physicians and, and coming up with creative ways to let people know, hey, we're here and we have what you need. Um, as long as you're doing those types of things to stay in business, there is a lot of business to be had. And especially because so many DMEs have gone out of business. I mean, our communities are going to be struggling to look to find the DMEs that they, they desperately need. And I will say that, you know, I think too, in the consumer's mind, yes, people want to use their insurance as much as they can. But I think generations coming up understand that if you want something a little nicer or more convenient or comfortable, you may have to kick in for it. And, and uh, you know, I know personally we have an HSA account. Um, and so when I had some medical products that we needed that we at Western don't carry, um, I was able to use that to go in and purchase things for him. And so and it's, um, it's great because you, you mentioned that and there's that person to person contact. And, um, you know, for example, our CPAP mask cleaners that we have in our store, we just started using it and showing people. And once people see the value of convenience on just a number of different uh, products, they will drop hundreds of dollars on their HSA card because at least it's tax deductible or they understand, hey, I'm going to get a nicer walker or a nicer whatever widget it happens to be and it's well worth it. No one would go without a dishwasher anymore. Yeah, we all can wash dishes, but you're you're going to want that automatic dishwasher. It's well worth your time and people are going to pay for it now and I think we're on the, I think we are on the other side. People understand they have to pay cash for a lot of things. Insurance does not cover everything. No, and I will tell you, I have um, one account here in Vancouver, actually two accounts here in Vancouver, and then a number of accounts across the country um, that are have gone to cash only. And, you know, it sounds scary, but these guys are doing well. They're mm-hmm. doing well. And, um, and I think that it's okay to, you know, still be in the billing game. It's, 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 I, I understand, and, and we need those companies. But, um, but I wouldn't be afraid of using the space that you already have. Use it to make, you know, cash sales for your company because um, you're already paying for the space. So you might as well have, have things that are going to move. And, and like, you know, for us, when we look at, we look at so many products per year um, and, you know, that come to us. And a lot of them are new to market. Uh, our kind of our philosophy is always first 
is it best for the consumer? You know, is it safe? Is it uh, fairly priced? Would I want my mom and dad to use it? And then secondly, we look at, is it, is it best for the dealer? It, can we get the manufacturer to have the MAP and the MSRP be equal so nobody can scan it and say, oh, I can just get this cheaper online? Mm-hmm. Um, can we, you know, make sure that the margins for the dealers are there? And, and if possible, that the, um, that the manufacturer isn't selling direct to consumer because, yeah. you know, that presents well, challenges. You're, you're leading into what I was going to bring up next. And my, I, I let you know ahead of time, the way we do business with all distributors and um, vendors is we have a big three that we work off of. Number one is quality. Number two, oh, excuse me, number one is trust. Number two is quality. And number three is price. And number, and, and it's, it's, it's fascinating because a lot of people will say, hey, you can get this little nebulizer for this price at MedTrade. We all came from MedTrade. We know how it is. But if you don't have a trust with the vendor, and then if you don't have a quality product, price really doesn't mean a whole lot. So tell me, as I say, you know, trust, price, trust, quality, and price. How does Western, uh, you know, see those three components in working directly with um, suppliers and vendors? You name it. Yeah. Well, first, I just would say, you know, you have I looking internally at Western. We have to look at the quality of our staff. And really, that's just plain and simple. You know, we have good folks, but it starts at the top and then it goes from there. And that's one thing our president, Mike McGaffey, he has really, um, he's a top-notch guy. And, you know, his heart is really about helping people and giving his staff anything they need to be successful and grow um, in their own um, in their own gifts and talents. And, and, you know, that kind of, attitude filters down into everything that we do with integrity. That's the most important thing. We want to make sure that um, we're, one, we're working with good suppliers. And, and I can tell you just over, I've only been with the company for just over four years. And it's really interesting to spend a long amount of time with some of these suppliers and see where they're headed. And you can tell right away who you want to tether yourself to as a distributor because, you know, of where they're going with their products. And the really good suppliers, they never stop reinventing their products. They keep making them better. And that has challenges too. But um, but for the most part, you know, I'd say from our purchasing to our warehouse, to our marketing, our sales, our customer service, you know, we really try to exceed expectations for um, dealers. And there are times Michael pick up the phone because we could be overwhelmed. And he's like, you know, he's on, he's trying to figure out what brace is perfect for a reseller that has a customer right there in store. And, and um, you know, we see that we really appreciate it. So um, we try to solve problems for those we come alongside, but in the end, you know, whoever we deal with, it comes down to just telling the truth hearing our partners, giving them what they need, and keeping our word at the end of the day. So what suppliers drive you nuts? <laughs> that's a that's an interesting question. So, you know. Because we, we, we all know we have those. I'm not, don't give <laughs> yeah. any names. But, no, you know, I, I have a friend who has, I'm asking for a friend, what suppliers <laughs> drive you nuts? Well, I think, you know, here's the thing. Business can be really tough. 
for any of anybody invested in it, whether you're the manufacturer, the supplier, the distributor, or the dealer, and you know there are hurdles and challenges that come along for each and every one of us. And so for our suppliers, um, it's it's most difficult if we don't have total honesty and integrity. That's the hard part. That's the hardest one for sure because we can't always gauge how it's going to go. Um, we do try to vet our suppliers as best we can, but sometimes and oftentimes there are challenges we meet that were not predictable and um, and not avoidable. And you know, so we have to worry about how do we manage ourselves at Western, given a tumultuous, um, sometimes uh, difficult circumstances. You know, we try not to go off the deep end, you know, and get get upset with these guys and try to work towards a solution given a hurdle we've we've had to overcome. Um, we need our manufacturers, you know, to honor the partners that come alongside them, whether that's us or you as the seller, to promote their products in their stores. And so one way the supplier can honor that is by policing the MAP online. You know, even if the MAP is a little bit lower than the MSRP, that's okay. But really taking care of, we call it whack-a-mole, right? Every every yeah. time we, we get a call from a reseller like you saying, hey, these guys are selling this, you know, for XYZ and that's under map. And then we talk to our manufacturer and they need to, to deal with that. And, and most times they, they do. Sometimes it can get out. If they don't keep control of that, it can really get out of out of hand and also when a manufacturer has a knee-jerk reaction to something in the market and they don't let us know ahead of time that can negatively affect our interaction with our resellers so if you know we had an instance where um, an Asian company was dumping product um, that looked like ours into the market at less more more of quantity for less um, our manufacturer had a knee-jerk reaction and and dropped his price below his MAP, and that created havoc for us. Because oh, I believe it. We, oh, the resellers were so upset, and so we went to work on finding a solution. In the end, it turned out as a positive. We um, we lost a couple of accounts. They they felt jaded. Um, we were able to refund the difference of you know the price in uh, reduction to everybody. Um, but the price point that we ended at, which was lower, has really helped our sales. And we, uh, you know, so we've recovered and we're doing better now. And so, you know, that's okay. But it was tough in the, in the interim, you know, and it's like, hey, could you let us know before you do that? Um, so, you know, I, so, I'm, the, so I'm a seller of your products and what, what sellers are your most favorite? So, you know, it's one of those things that there's got to be some sort of dance where we take care of you, you take care of us. Who are your favorite sellers? What what kind of characteristics are you looking for? Um, let's see. Well, those that keep their birth and they, they help uh, make a bigger impact with the dealer through uh, strategic pricing and margins that um, are attractive to dealers and will help with their overhead marketing materials and campaigns that we come up with um, 
to if we can do a referral source um, for, and we, we come up with a lot of those on our own, but, um, and also if we get answers as quickly as possible, you know, we're kind of that middleman. And so it's really nice when, uh, when we can get things done timely for folks and we focus heavily on that. Um, and it's, it's good when we have those that stay in the trenches with us when we do hit a road bump um, and they'll partner with us for trade shows, marketing tools, all that kind of thing. Um, so I have so many suppliers that I really value in our relationships, but I'd say one of my best supply chain partners, I'll just call them out, is XBeyond 360, our CPAP batteries. Because they, they have been everything you would ever want. They have... Um, they have bettered their product over the years. It is hands down best uh-huh. product in the market. And they've partnered with us in every re- respect that we've asked. And, you know, we've done this new insert campaign when the, we're going to start heading into that now in May with uh, the weather warming up, people going off grid and still wanting to have power. And they, they go hand in hand with us to do all of these uh, inserts for CPAP resupply we don't make the de- dealer pay for those oftentimes unless it's an extraordinary large amount of inserts. But, um, you know, so, and, and they, they, uh, they definitely have stayed in the trenches with us. At one point they had transitioned their product to a new technology last October and the, it took a long, lot longer to get the product, which isn't unusual than we had anticipated. And we had some extremely large deals on the table and a couple of those fell through and that was really tough, but we, you know, we missed the, we missed the mark on the timing. And so, you know, you just pull your bootstraps up and they stayed with us and we waited for product. And now we're, we're prepared to uh, head off into the, the spring here recharge so one of the advantages from my side from using a distributor like you is it really does a great job of keeping my cost down because one of the hardest things i i recently read tim cook's uh biography about what he's done with apple and one of the our big things is we need to keep our costs down as sellers and the way we do it is if i have a bunch of inventory sitting in my warehouse that's costing me money and i can help you i can help you guys out and you guys can help me out because you essentially function almost as a warehouse for me where i don't have to keep this stuff and it works really really well and i think a lot of a, a lot of businesses say well i might be able to save a few extra cents yeah but if you don't sell that product that's money coming out of your bottom line and even in our case i have to pay taxes on it as well too so i get yeah twice yeah, yeah. Actually, we came up with a couple years ago. We just wanted to be able to drop ship for dealers, so we we call it the Western Express. But we will drop ship right to your customer's door. Put a packing slip in there and invoice you, and it's a twelve ninety five pick and ship anywhere in the country. Uh-huh. So we we have that. The other thing I I wanted to mention that we try to do. We really, really uh, try to come up with if we get a product line, we want a way. For, to help the reseller get it out the door. So whether that's an insert or, you know, if you if you don't do CPAP resupply and you just want to do inserts for any CPAP um, purchases, or um, a years ago I found this 
this awesome website called healthgrades.com. And we, we sell Petafix in a territory. We have a limited territory for Petafix, which is a foot care product. And I went into one of my, my resellers, and it's a tiny pharmacy in Portland. And he has got this whole wall of Petafix. And I said, Buzz, what, where'd you get the Petafix? What are you doing? And he said, well, I had some uh, podiatrists from OHSU come over and say they don't want to actually dispense the product, but they love it because the product's been around over 100 years. And the pedi- uh, I'm sorry, podiatrists have been developing it since the 1970s with Petafix, and they love the product. It's, it's phenomenal. And they said, you know, if you'll carry it, we'll send our patients to you. And I thought, oh, my goodness. Why am I not proactively doing this for all my dealers? Mm -hmm. It is. And so what I did was I started going around to dealers and I found this website called healthgrades.com. And you can put in any kind of physician you're looking for within a one, five, 10 mile radius of your address. And it will tell you who they are, what podiatrists are in the area and, and where. Um, and, and so what we did was take consumer brochure, which just shows all the products, a script pad, and give them to the dealer with a list of all the podiatrists within a five-mile radius. And we said, just take these, put your store stamp or sticker on the script pad, and then um, with a brochure and, and maybe your card or a store flyer, and just drop them off at each location. Let them know you have the product. Well, that year, our sales just soared. I ended up winning their national sales competition, and they were like, what are you guys doing? Oh, right on. And I said, I said we're doing this physician referral because the physicians want it, want it but they, for their patients, but they don't want to dispense it. And um, they, they did that for all their reps across the country. So it's things like that. You know, that's a win-win for everybody. Mm-hmm. So we, we try to do a lot of that kind of stuff. Well, good. Well, hey, any other things I haven't asked you? This has just been a pleasure talking with you. Anything else I should ask you about Western Medical or you that you haven't that you've been kind of itching to tell us? No, you know, you're probably going to be seeing a little bit more of us where we just did MedTrade, you know, and then we have these different associations. Like I know, Eric, you were at the PAIMS, the Pacific Association of Medical Equipment Suppliers meeting last year. We're going to probably participate at more the regional level and uh, and try to those are tend to be a little bit more intimate of meetings and um, so we're really looking forward to that I don't know how the coronavirus is going to affect some of that this year um, but that's kind of the strategy that we're moving with as far as uh, sales and just getting to know dealers around the, the country and you know the last thing I'd say is you know Check us out. Check out our website. Our supplier directory is online at and, our website. And, and Medi- so if, 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 a, if, a, if a seller wants to get in touch with you, what's the best way of reaching out to you? Yeah, um, well, by email or, or first of all, take a look at our website. It's westernmedicalinc.com. Okay. Um, my email is M for Michelle, schemas, which is S-K-I-M-A-S at westernmedicalinc.com. Okay. And... Um, you know, and then our, there's also, you know, there's a customer service line on our website, you'll see, and you can call 
We have, um, we have an account activation form that you can fill out if you want to open an account. It's right there online. You can fill it out online and submit it. And, um, and we will work with you to not just get the product, uh, stock the products in your store, but also work with your staff on training and then moving them out. And it's Super. actually a lot of fun. So, well, yeah. I, I will and make Eric, sure to, I will make sure to put all those uh, websites as well as the phone number and email in our show notes. So if you're listening, just scroll down to the bottom and you can either click or uh, navigate over to that. So you're not frantically uh, writing things down. Well, good. Well, thank you so much, Michelle, for taking time out of your busy day. I really, really appreciate it. I, I love for people to be able to hear both sides, but because it's like I, I'm, I'm surprised that you guys are, I'm surprised and not surprised that Western Medical is doing as good as you are because I've had so many distributors, like they disappeared. It's like, you know, the whole apocalypse, you know, that has hit our industry and they're gone. I'm like, well, who are, and you guys are just knocking it out of the park. And so I just keep up the good work, give kudos to your team. I absolutely love what you guys are doing. Thank you, Eric, and, and I really appreciate you having me on. Um, it's a pleasure, and it, it truly has been a pleasure working with all of uh, Howard's and your staff, and uh, I look forward to continuing that. Sounds good. Thanks so much, Michelle. Okay, thank you. I want to thank Michelle for being a guest on the DME Coach podcast. She really brought it. And what I liked about talking with Michelle is it was a conversation back and forth. And what I want the reason why I wanted to share a vendor on the DME podcast episode is for you to be successful as a home health care store, we've got to have great relationship with our vendors and distributors. And I think what you'll see with Michelle and I is we have that. Michelle did not come and reach out to me. I reached out to Western Medical because it was a business that our company has done business with for over 10 years. So it's one of those things I knew I could stand behind them. And you kind of see why they've continued to live and thrive in this difficult environment. Now, Michelle, in the middle of the interview, you will hear actually, she talked about a few of the products that she represents and sells for Western Medical. And after we finished the interview last week, she sent me an email and the two of us have gone back and forth literally for days trying to figure out, are we going to share with you the vendors that we've had problems with? And what I'd like to do is I'd like to share my company's perspective in working with the vendor so clean as an example. So Going back a few years, when SoClean uh, just took the market by storm in early 2018, one, they have an amazing product. SoClean is a great CPAP cleaner. And what SoClean did was they then launched the SoClean with a great advertising campaign. Now, after this advertising campaign, Distributors like Western Medical, as well as the as well as my four retail locations, we sold a lot of soak cleans. We actually, on multiple occasions, didn't just buy a few soak cleans, one or five or ten. My vice president would buy soak cleans by the pallet full. And it was amazing. We once sold through an entire pallet of soak cleans in a month. And what we did, 
to do this is we had a uh, we made a pyramid of soak cleans in our store like you would see like of Pepsi or Coca-Cola your local grocery store and people just they they impulse bought them and in addition to this we also demoed the soak cleans on our on our showroom floor as i mentioned earlier in the podcast there are three main things we need to decide when working with vendors i did not lead with price price is important but price is number three i did not lead with quality quality is very important but quality is number two the most important thing we need to understand when working with vendors is trust there's got to be a trust relationship that is built up and sometimes it means not selling something for more than you really could for example i have some ventilators in my store i was joking with my wife how many thousands of dollars do you think we could get for our ventilators right now if we put it on the open market and just let it bid to the highest bidder that would be wrong because we would be violating the trust our customers and providers have with us for a very important item so what has happened is there are vendors such as there are stores like our store and you'll see western medical we have chosen to move away from so clean or i wouldn't even say something they have forced us to move from them because they would like to uh, go direct to consumer that's their prerogative um, and I would love to hear their perspective on it if they'd like to talk with me on the podcast. But vendors such as uh, distributors, distributors such as Western Medical, as well as our store, we decided to offer instead of SoClean, we're going to offer the New Wave, which is a very comparable product to the SoClean, um, and it might even be better. Yes, they're they're. Um, Yes, the new wave is a competitor of SoClean. It won't void CPAP machine warranties because it connect directly. It does not connect directly to the CPAP machine. The new wave does not have confusing adapters. It's whisper silent. It's portable. It can run for up to eight cycles without being plugged in. And there are great features of the new wave. So if you're interested in in the new wave, or I'd love to hear your perspective on so clean versus new wave or what that looks like. And what do you do when a vendor says, hey, we're not going to sell you this unit anymore? Well, we just can't take it off our shelves because our we've positioned ourselves as a store that carries the so clean. Well, what do you do when the so clean is gone and uh so anyway, it's it's interesting, and I did want to bring that up. That brings the conclusion of the 11th DME podcast with Michelle from Western Medical. If you would like to reach out to her, just go ahead and click on down in the show notes, and uh, you can reach out to her that way. I want to just thank you, thank her for being on the podcast, and please check in with us again next week. We're going to be dialing into what's going to happen if we are not being coached up properly, bad things, I can tell you. Until then, take very good care of your customers, even better care of your team members. This is Eric with DME Coach. Talk to you next week. <music>